little live jam there for you, something that I've been uh, kicking around. Hope you enjoyed. Welcome to Rock'em Sock'em Sports, uh, episode four. I'm your host, Kerry Hunter. Let's get right to it. Um, I want to talk today about the great Tom Brady. Yep, he is great at his position. One of the greatest, maybe the greatest quarterback to ever play the game to this point. So what's up with walking off the field after a tough loss, Tom? I've seen you do it a couple times now. I don't understand. When you win a game, quarterbacks come, shake your hand. I'm sure it's hard for them to do that. No one likes losing the game. You know, but they do it. It's out of respect. It's just something that it's is it it's expected now, you know? And uh you're kind of running off looking like a sore loser, kind of looking like a punk. I see the other quarterbacks looking for you. You know, Nick Foles was looking for you this past week. You did it again, you know. Uh, it's like two in the club. Um, you know, Jared Goff had that same exact look, that same look on his face that Nick had, you know, looking around. Where'd Tom go? Where? Oh, there he is, walking off the field. It's not a good look. It's not a good look for a future Hall of Famer, you know? I think you should take a look in the mirror, accept defeat, and uh, and buck up, go shake somebody's hand. Uh, you know, that's, that's what I got to say about it. Um, it's just not a good look. You know, I know that you hate losing. It's what has made you a great quarterback. There's no doubt about it, you know? That, that, that ferociousness in you. But when it doesn't go your way, game's already over. Go shake a few hands. They do it when you win the game. I've seen them come across the field and you're out there all smiles and, you know, patting people on the back, accepting those congratulations. So why don't you give back a little bit? You know, even your hometown people, um, you know, barstool sports people, I see even they're ripping on you a little bit about it. You know, saw something, a little video about welcome to the club, Jared Goff, uh, welcome to the Nick Foles club. You know, I'd love to go back and look at some of those Super Bowls that you've lost. Um, I know you're on the field for the ones that you won. Did you walk off on those ones at the, at the big game? You know, I don't remember. Um, I'd be interested to see what those videos are like. So, um, you know, take a look in the mirror. Listen to what the people are saying. Um, it's just a bad look for somebody who's so great at their position. You know, I'm not a big New England Patriots fan. I'm not a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You know, I thought it would be a really cool story, though, when you when you went from one city to the next. Um, I was like, wow, if he's actually able to pull off a Super Bowl with a different team, it'd be a pretty cool story. I, I was I was really rooting for it, and I'm not sure I can anymore. It, it it's just it just looks ugly. So I, I don't know where my feelings are on that. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be rooting for you if you get to the Super Bowl. And I look at your team, and I do truly feel that your team has a chance. We're here in week 11 right now. And um, I, I do believe you have that chance. I don't know if you're going to have people outside of your local area rooting for you, though, anymore. Anyway, you know, I, I've played sports my whole life, played or coached. And I can only remember doing something similar once in my life. And uh, you know, I'm going back a long time ago, about 20, 25 years ago. And just lost a big game in overtime. It was playoffs. 
you know, it's it's only a men's league game and playing hockey. But, you know, to the guys that are playing the game, it, it feels like you're playing for the Stanley Cup. You know, I mean, it, it was a big game. And um, uh, it was an overtime. I think if I remember correctly, I'm going back about 25 years. I think I'm the guy who got beat. And uh, uh, we were shorthanded. I think it was five on three, you know. But we lost that game. It was a bad call by the ref. And I just, I felt terrible. But I really felt terrible because I thought it was my last game I was ever going to play. I had planned on hanging it up after that. It was just getting to be a bit too much. And it was really sad from that occasion. And I just stood there with my, you know, my hands on my knees, leaning on my stick. And I, I just sat there just kind of shocked, thinking that it was all over. And a few players that I knew on the other team, you know, that I played with, some of them came by, tapped my pads a little bit, and I just sort of stood there in shock. And I think my situation was a little bit different, seeing that it was I was more sad about it being the last game and the way it ended, rather than being a sore loser. But I'll be honest with you, I still think about that game, and I still think about that moment, and that wasn't one of my best moments, despite the circumstances. I, I wish I could go back. I wish I would have just sucked it up and went and, and shook everybody's hand, but um, uh, but I didn't. And I remember that. And I'm gonna wa- I'm wondering what you will think when you retire. If you're gonna look back on these moments, Tom, and think, oh, that wasn't such a good look. So um, just think about that. You know, this is coming from a guy that you know I hated losing to. It might not have been on the professional level, but I really hated losing to. But I always shook hands, except for that one time. So, so consider that, Tom. Really, really consider that. And if you're listening to this or it comes across uh, you know, to you somehow, some way, and you want to come on my show and defend yourself, come on. would love to have you. Certainly would help give me a boost in ratings. That's for sure. Um, you know, the funny thing is, is when I thought, uh, when I'm thinking about my story, you know, when I sat there, uh, you know, on the ice, all depressed about it being my last game. I also flash back to Walter Payton in his last game. And if I remember correctly, he was sitting on the sidelines with his head in his hands. Um, and I wonder if he ever thought about that. You know, I don't remember if football players shook hands and stuff back then when he was retiring the way they do now. Um, but I wonder if he ever thought about him just sitting there by himself. I, I sort of almost felt like I had something in common with Walter Payton, that little briefest thing, that one tiny little similarity. Um, you know, of course, you know, he was the greatest football player ever, in my opinion. But, uh, and I certainly was not the greatest hockey player ever. But we did have that one little similarity that just sort of popped in my head there. I wonder if Walter ever thought about that moment. Um, you know, just something that sort of crossed my mind. So, uh, that's my version and my message to you, Tom. Uh, and, uh, and I'm, you know, the rest of the world, I'm wondering what you're thinking as well. So I appreciate you listening to that. I wanted to jump into one more thing here today. Um, uh, I want to talk about ACDC's new album briefly. Uh, not as much as last week's episode about Ozzy, uh, cause I just love that Ozzy album, you know, uh, you know, but I did want to bring it up because here is, you know, uh, an older rock band still 
putting out some material, which is really nice to hear. Uh, and, um, you know, their new album, Power Up, it's, it's an ACDC album. If you are a fan of ACDC, if you like the last two or three albums, you're going to like this album. If you don't like ACDC, well, then don't even give it a shot because it's pretty much the same old stuff that they've always done. Um, they've got, in my opinion, about two to four pretty, really good songs. If that didn't make a lot of sense, we'll just say good songs on there. Um, one of them being their uh, title track that they put out called Shot in the Dark. I mean, they got a video out for it. And the video is really cool with a bunch of neon and stuff. Really digging your video, guys. Uh, did an excellent job with that. And it's a really pretty cool song, man. It's got a really good riff to it. Interesting, though, is that's my favorite song on the album. But when I was listening to this, it was on shuffle play. And uh, one song came on and then Shot in the Dark came on. And I was thinking to myself... Was that the same song? And that's what happens with ACDC sometimes. You know, they got sort of the same tempo, the same rhythm, the same riff sort of, you know. Um, and I think that's what ACDC does. That's what people love about it, you know. But if you try to listen to this album 1 through 11, it does get repetitious, just like most ACDC albums have, you know. That's, that's just my opinion on that. Um, couple songs that did jump out at me the opening track realize was good i've already mentioned shot in the dark was at number three um witch's spell and demon's fire number six and seven pretty cool tunes the rest of it again it's just it's it's typical fare for acdc they stay in their lane it served them well they've made millions of dollars and have millions of fans and i don't blame them for going out of that lane it's just that if you are an average fan Listen to this album three songs at a time. Listen to the first three and put it away and come back another day because you will appreciate the album more that way. I think that's the way to listen to this one. It's the way to listen to ACDC unless you're a huge fan. You're a huge fan. Go for all 11, one crack at it, and you'll love it because they haven't changed. Check out the video again if you have not done so. Shot in the Dark. It's an awesome video. Really impressed by that and a really cool tune. So thank you again for listening to Rock'em Sock'em Sports. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you come on back when I'll be dropping number five. Have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving again. Bye-bye.